1: Okay, well, at long last, we are here Absolutely. at uh, Academy Internet, and uh, we're going to have a, a series of podcasts talking about the subject of internet marketing. And I have with me – this is Andy White, by the way. I am, uh, believe he's not the presenter. And um, we have with us the uh, two who are going to be resident experts – we have Mr. Daniel Rowles, Head of Internet Marketing at Academy. Absolutely. And we have uh, Jeremy Jacobs, the Internet Project Manager. Hello. Hello there. So who's going to give me an the introduction then? Who's going to uh, kick, this, oh, kick, kick this things off? off. What mean, is
2: Internet Marketing? There's a, there's a range of technologies and kind of techniques we'd actually define as Internet Marketing. But the key thing we wanted to kind of get across, there was the, um, the advantages and disadvantages and the pitfalls that kind of lie within the whole thing. I mean... Why it's an interesting kind of sector is the your ability to measure what you actually do. And, you know, a lot of marketing, you go in there and if you put a print advert right out in a magazine, you spend X thousands of pounds on it or X hundreds, depending where you're advertising it. Yeah. And you might get an X amount of leads and certain things come back, but you're not really sure what you're getting for it. You're not yes. sure how many of those are actually converting. You've got to ask questions and it's quite hard to get an absolute, I spend X, what do I get back and why? Yeah. <clears throat> so, the, so the thing with me for internet marketing is that it's a very, very clear clarification of you're spending this, you're getting this back. Now, whether that be from a business that's trying to generate revenue they're trying to get subscribers to a website uh, they just want lots of people looking at their information you can really directly see what you're getting from it and that, yeah. that, that return on investment thing is I think the most important thing from my perspective it makes it easy for people to, to use it and actually see what they're getting from it and it so, makes yeah, it very really yeah. easy from a business perspective to say okay we're supplying a service to you for example we're building a website wherever it may be and they can judge what they're getting back from us And they can say to yeah. us Okay we're spending money And we're getting money back from it So we'll carry on So for business it's good And for, for their business it's good too So that, mm-hmm. that's my ideal kind of situation To be able to go into someone and say Look we've you, achieved this by doing something so,
1: yeah, yeah you've got measurable results Completed. Completed. Yeah. So it's, it's a bit different to sticking leaflets in an envelope Or <laughs> lots of envelopes <laughs>
2: And sending them out and...
1: Oh yes an inquiry So where do you hear about us? Oh, can't remember
2: yeah oh okay awesome. yeah. I and mean, even with direct mail as well I mean, if you you can be quite clever about direct mail and find out really good response rates and you know, some people are actually experts at doing it but even now if you're clever with your internet marketing you have much much better response rates than you'll get for the same kind of spend on direct marketing yeah um, so yeah so I think that, that's that's the key thing there there's also other things of course like you know the size of the audience you've got a worldwide audience automatically you mm-hmm. can just get out there and be in front of everyone if you want to do direct mail worldwide it all gets very complicated yes um, yeah. it's not an easy thing necessarily to do uh huh Although on the other side of that is having a worldwide audience, you can address it badly because it's easy to do. It's yeah. very easy to make assumptions about what your audience is thinking. Yes, like with any marketing, and I really think that, you know the, the speed to market and the ability to be a world very quickly, as well as being a you know, really good thing, can also be a bad thing. It's something you have really got to watch out for.
1: Is that like if you get if, if you don't understand the culture and you use yeah. some words that mean naughty things in other cultures? No, right. I mean, that, I mean, that kind of thing <laughs> like that, but also
2: just just quite things you wouldn't think of like. Um, with, in Germany, people don't really like to buy things with credit as much as the UK. So ah. you go through, say, a, a company that's offering 0% credit for six months and this kind of yeah. thing, put that into the German market, it just won't work at all. Really? So, and it's quite a, you know, it's an assumption you'd make that credit you know, is relatively a good thing if it's free, but it yeah. just doesn't necessarily translate particularly well. Uh-huh. I mean, we recently did a website for the G8, and that's basically, as you can imagine, it's all the, all the different languages, there's lots of things to think about. If you just do a, a straight translation of the website... Just won't work at all. And right. it's, it's far too it is, too easy to make mistakes on that, especially when it's something quite sensitive like that as well. Mm-hmm. And that translates to smaller businesses as well, just because if you're selling a product that you assume is going to work in the market, you can't just make that assumption. So it's easy to mistakes make mistakes more quickly with the internet, unfortunately. Yeah.
1: So, so, so what about knowledge out that? I mean, there's there's loads of companies out there. How many of them are actually making use of internet marketing? Is it easy to sort
2: of is it a, is it an easy concept to sell to people? I think. I mean it is it depends what attitude you're going with if you go in saying look you need internet services yeah. then people are like well why whereas if you go in and saying you need more sales it's yes. a completely different thing and all that internet marketing should be seen as is another way of generating revenues and incomes or getting information out there at the end of the day yeah. it should all reflect back to bottom line and to normal business and if you it's like anything it, when the, the whole kind of dot com thing exploded it's because it was technology for the sake of it and it, it, it's really everyone's got back to the baseline now of just working out what you need to achieve mm. you know, for your business and then saying what's the best way of doing that and if it costs you £1,000 to put an advert in a magazine or 600 to do it on some sort of pay-per-click advertising yeah. well it's no brainer if you're getting the same response from that, and it's easier to judge one than the other then you're probably going to go for the internet marketing route yeah. not to say that you know, a, a TV ad that's got a connected website, I think won't work really well as well. It's good to mix all the medias up and just whatever's most effective. So for example, you might have a brochure and it points to a website yeah, which is implementing these yeah. internet marketing
1: techniques. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
2: I mean, it worked in companies in the past where if it's quite a traditional customer base and it's a highly technical product, people like to pick up magazines and thumb them through them. We all do. It's quite yeah. a, a good thing to be able to flick through a magazine and look at the pictures and kind of get it into perspective. But then if that then points to the website where people can go and research a bit further down when they're more interested in actually buying and they can get more detail and more detail that you'd never be able to get inside a magazine or a kind of brochure, then it's, yeah, they work very well together. Mm-hmm. And it's just working out, you know, if you've got marketing spend, what are you going to spend it on? What's going to get you the best kind of return? That? Mm-hmm. So I think the other thing as well is that you can target very, very tightly as well. So yeah, mm-hmm. if, you know, it used to be you go for different groups of people. So you had your kind of big, big segments of different people. Well, now, I mean, we're recording a podcast on internet marketing that's going to go on a website. That's going to be a very specific niche of people on yes, the um, Yes, But the thing about that is, okay, say you've gone from an audience of 10,000 to an audience of a few hundred. The difference being those few hundred are going to be very interested and are going to basically be more likely to convert into a customer if that's what you're aiming to do. Yes, yeah. So, you know, the size of the audience might be smaller, but you're actually targeting the right people. Yeah. Well, hopefully you are. And that's what you've got to be careful and you've got to do things yeah. correctly. So um, it's, it's easy, again... Yeah, you know, to make a mistake of going and just throwing things out there. Yes. Yeah. Just really thinking about what you're doing, and kind of niching it like that. So, but yeah, I mean, with the speed worldwide audience actually got to niche it up. That's that's the key advantage of the kind of internet marketing. Um, I think
3: it's also important to mention about you know the fact you know people actually using search now much more. I mean, searching has now become the second biggest activity after email now that people do online. So yeah. it's actually cornering that market. You know, there's much more people out there searching um, for products, services. As Dan's mentioned, you know, you can be much more specific. Mm. Um, we've got to remember, you know, getting into people's mindsets when they're actually online searching, they're actually performing an activity, they're looking for your product or service, whereas if they're reading a newspaper, they're focused on reading the newspaper. Yeah. So I think it's really, really important to remember that, especially in the side of pay-per-click on search engines, because people are actually searching for products or services. you get it right, then you've, you know, you've cornered
1: them straight away. Yeah. You mentioned pay-per-click there. I mean, that's... I, I, I have to say, that's something I kind of know about, but I'm looking mm. forward to a future podcast where we, maybe we devote an entire podcast to that, because it's a fascinating mm. subject. And I've, I've had a little play with it and under guidance, but it's something that I, I think we should uh, definitely talk about at length mm, later. Absolutely. Okay, what about, is it presumably, if you, if you can measure the results you're getting, yep. uh, is it pretty easy to measure a sort of return on investment? Presumably
2: it is. The, you, you'd have, I mean, someone has a website built for them, and let's mm-hmm. see what business comes through. If that's it, then it's not going to be easy because they need access to different things. They need access to probably their web stats, which will tell mm-hmm. them who's visiting and what they're doing. Yeah, You really want to go beyond that as well and get into web analytics, which is actually looking at what paths are people taking through your website, and what are they achieving, and working out what your goals are. Do you want people to visit your contact form? Do you want people to actually make a purchase online? Do you want people to read a certain document? Yeah. So you need all the information there to actually make a judgement on the whole thing. Yeah. Once that's there... It's very easy to make that kind of judgment because you're literally looking at... If we go back to pay-per-click again, it's quite a nice way, an example to talk about it. If you're paying 30 pence for someone to click on your ad on Google, mm-hmm. okay. someone comes with 30 pence, one in 20 of them actually converts into a buyer. Well, you know how much it's costing you to get a sale at the end of the day then. Mm-hmm. If you balance it off against your product costing, say, £50, pounds, you've got a margin of 40%, then you can pretty quickly start to work out, you know, it's costing you this to get a sale it's actually working out pretty well so we'll up our spend on that side of things Mm -hmm. you might then look at the other things you're doing the other activities search engine optimisation which is basically the process of making a website more available and more attractive to the, the search engine so the content you've got there is showing up higher well that's quite an ongoing process and that you know that, that'll cost you money for an agency or whatever to do that. Yeah. So you might look at the search engine optimization, you might look at the per click, yeah. and you can see different costs for different you know, to achieve the same level of sales. Mm-hmm. So it's often good then to focus your budget on one particular area if you're after short term sales or build up both if you're looking for more medium term and long term. But at the bottom line, you know, with any company, whether it's a one man band or it's a huge organisation, Someone's going to be worrying about the bottom line and just thinking, yes. okay, how much are we spending and what are we getting back from it? Yes. And if you can prove that and say to a company, you're spending £10, we're making you 30 yeah, within your margins that's making you a profit. Spend more money for they're going to say yes to us, they're going to make more money. Google and then, you know, people are making money, so it's quite a positive situation and easy to judge. Yeah. Um, and you're hitting the right audience as well. So it's, it's just
1: like, I, I guess if you look at traditional marketing you, you you have goals, don't you? I want, I want, to, I want to achieve this. I want yep. to get some of the people inquiring. I want to get some of the people selling. I, I'm assuming it's no different than with internet marketing. It's just the techniques that you're using that are different. So the basics are, are still the same. Okay, well, shall we talk about? I know it's a huge area. Internet mm. marketing. Shall we talk about? Kind of summarize some of the areas that we're going to be going into a bit yeah. in future
2: podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, the first thing, obviously, is having a website. Yeah, and yeah, getting a decent website built is. You know, it's easier said than done. Yeah, a lot of websites are built to look good, and just you know, rather than actually being functional. So, and it's interesting. Jeremy actually teaches a course on this kind of thing on uh-huh. like writing for the web and um, you know, why people have websites built. So I'll let him. Uh, yeah, I come mean, on.
3: you know, there's there's. I mean, you can look at you know websites in sort of three really major areas. I mean, there's loads of different reasons why people might have a website, but you can sum it up into into real, really three sort of main functions. The first one is to inform people, whether that be actually just to inform them about your company, products or service. The second one would be to sell. So sites like Amazon, et cetera, actually selling products online. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might be a company that actually sells you know, products from a shop, but you might not have that you know, functionality, the budget to set up an e-commerce site, so you might just want to let people know, you know you're there and the sort of things that you do. And then the final unfortunate reason is ego mm-hmm. as well. You know, there's a lot of large corporations out there who who think, oh, we must have a website. We've got to have a website. We've got to have an online presence. They throw tons of money at a site, building it in flash.
0: Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com.
3: you know, making it very inaccessible, etc., unusable. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't actually serve any real purpose and there's plenty of sites out there like that. Yeah. So it's getting that right, you know, from the start, it's making sure that you know why you're there, you mm-hmm. know, what you're doing, and then also starting to look at who your target audience is, you know, who yeah. do you actually want to target online. Yeah. Um, is the real key thing and people seem to sort of miss that first step sure. out
1: and sort of you know, fall over at the first stumbling block. Absolutely. Really. I always think websites are very cl- sort of closely tied into your business plan because so you've mm. you got to know who your markets are, mm. you got to know what you actually do or what you say yeah. you do, what you want to specialise in and have some, some goals. You know, is, yeah. This comes back down to goals again. What do you want your website to do? Yeah, absolutely. And is, is it achieving those goals?
2: Yes. Okay, well that's websites. So um, some other areas? Well, Once you've got your website, <coughs> you then want people to be able to find it. Yeah. So you've got search engine marketing and oh, SEM or search engine marketing it generally falls into two areas. The pay-per-click stuff we talked about a moment ago yeah. which is for anyone that doesn't know you should explain as well is that uh, for example on the right hand side of Google yeah. you've got the boxed ads well when you click on those somebody's actually paying for you to click on those so okay, that's right. the pay-per-click side of things. And then there's the organic search or search engine optimization, what, what we're talking about and that's the, the general results that you get in Google. Over on the left hand side. Absolutely that's yeah. the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And the, 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 the thing is if you want your website to be number one, for example, for project management, mm-hmm. okay, you need to technically have the best website on project management there is. That's that's bottom line. What, Google wants to give quality results. Yeah. And the best way of getting to number one in Google is by having a quality website with good, relevant content. For years, there has been people that try and fiddle the, the search engines and will promise you number one positions and all this kind of thing. And it's a load of nonsense really at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. The best that will do is that end up getting banned from Google. For example, BMW in Germany, or using an agency that um, did some very tricky things to the search engine to try and con the search engines to ranking it really highly. Mm-hmm. And they got banned completely for Google. Right. So you know, for, for a big corporation like BMW, for their general site to be completely banned from Google is a pretty big deal. So mm-hmm. it's important to use an ethical approach to that whole thing. Right. And it's basically just about presenting your website in a way that is search engine friendly so the search engines can read it, they can see what content's there, they can follow the content through quite clearly. And you're being linked into from other places as well. Right. So that's a really important thing for the search engine. Mm-hmm. So key thing, work out what people are searching for. You know, are they going to search on, go back to example, project management? Or are they going to search on, I'm looking for project management course or something like that? And you get that, you get the key terms, right? Those key terms that people are actually searching on. And then you just find, try and get ranked on those in the search engine. So that's what that search engine marketing side of things is all about. We could go into this for hours. And more people actually well, step. I'm, I'm sure we well, I think we partitioning off to a separate podcast, about web, or maybe several podcasts, all Absolutely. about website. Yeah. So, what, what role does? I'm just thinking of the technologies now mm. of the internet. What role does e- email? Email do? marketing is hugely important. It's become right. quite a, quite a, an interesting field now because of the amount of spam that's around. Yes. Um, if you've got someone that subscribes to your mailing list and they've absolutely said, yes, I want to receive information from mm-hmm. you, they're obviously far, far more likely to open your email then. So how you go about that process of getting people to sign up on your website is really important. Mm-hmm. And if you've got a website, one of the key things you can be doing is getting people to sign up for the newsletter, giving them some sort of incentivised reason to want to give you their email address because it's, you know, it's worth money to you at the end of the day. Yes. Getting emails out there, there's lots of things you've got to do to get them open. It's like direct mail and things like that in the, you know, you can expect a, a different response rate depending on how well you do it. Um, yeah. If you bung out a text email that's not very really interesting with a bad kind of title or heading, you're just not going to get anybody open it. But if it's a good, well structured email, it's relevant to the user, um, you can get really strong response rates from it. I mean, you know, up to like 10 20% if you've got the right mailing list. Mm-hmm. Now that's strong, when you, your average kind of response rate for that amount is between 1 and 3%. Yeah. So, you know, you, you can achieve good things there. And it is, it is a really important thing, but it's a lot of things that you can you can do wrong with it as well much like anything else right. so it's just as knowing, knowing the separate of things you need to consider having the right mailing list having the right content sure
1: and, and uh, are there other legal implications because I know the laws have changed recently haven't they about yeah, uh, bulk
2: email well there's the data protection act that you really need to be careful which is when you're kind of storing people's information and you're mailing them yeah. um, if you're in a B2B role then mm-hmm. the, the kind of status is if you have an existing relationship with somebody then it's okay to email them
0: mm-hmm.
2: and they can then opt out they're allowed to opt out. With a B2C, a business-to-consumer kind of situation, you need to have opted in in the first place. Oh. You have to have physically actually said, yes, I want to receive email. From right. me. And that's that's the... By ticking else. on the website or... Yeah, or filling in a form or yeah. anything like that, or being asked on the phone the specific question and linked into the database. Uh-huh. And yeah, there's nothing worse than being sent to email from a company it's going to put you off the company completely. So it pays dividends to sort that out in the first place. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it's something to be careful of. And you can technically be fined a thousand pounds for every time there's a complaint. So yeah. if you did it very badly and sent out ten thousand emails, you could end up costing yourself an awful lot of money. So yes, I'm, I'm just trying to do the sums. Actually, yeah. it's horrendous, isn't it? Yeah, it's is <laughs> it is rather so. horrendous. So, um, And we talk about the different kind of technologies and things that you can use? Um, affiliate marketing is one that's becoming really easy
1: Now, affiliate. This is another huge area. Mm. This is because I, I actually personally think it's very powerful. Yes, yeah, yeah, I'm,
2: I'm particularly interested. Tell me how it works. Um, basically you sell something on your website Mm -hmm. kind of simple way of saying it and somebody provides someone to your website to buy that item so they kind of refer someone to your website however they come through from their other website whatever it is and they just get a percentage of the sale so much like in a a business to business environment if you recommend somebody and they they sell something for you then uh, uh, that's how you get the sale I'll just edit this. Out. <laughs> <laughs> no, they should leave it in. That said it was real. <laughs> okay, that was my phone ring. Sorry, carry uh, Yeah, so you're you're, you're paying referring fee basically, right. for somebody providing someone to your website. The, the good thing is there's lots of networks available to do it. So you put your store into this network, and you've suddenly got you know thousands of people potentially providing leads to your website themselves. and you can pay. For a leave, for an actual sale, for someone's email details, whatever it may be. yeah. And generally that'll be people that are setting up websites about a specific kind of niche of information. Yeah. So you might have somebody that's got a website all about Birmingham or something like that. Okay, yes. Or Brighton, whatever it may be. And then somebody's got a job website and they're, you know, they're, they're selling online advertising. Well, if they kind of put on their website, if you've got a job to, in Birmingham to advertise, they go mm-hmm. through to that website, click on that link and they'll get a small percentage of the sale it's good for the people that have got small websites and they can actually generate revenue from their websites Yeah, and it's great for the big big companies that are selling things or the small companies that are selling things because it's bringing customers to them they wouldn't otherwise probably find yes. and you're only paying when you actually get a sale yes. so it's great so if you factor it into your margins it's a really good way of doing business it tends to be more successful when you're selling an item as opposed to a service but it can work right. for services as well so Okay. I think, yeah, it's, it's a very interesting area. It's growing hugely.
1: Well, we'll definitely have to expand on this one. podcast. Mm-hmm. Like we're down to 17 podcasts. Yeah. Now, so <laughs> yeah. That's another area. So what other things have we talked about? Because how are we doing for time? We're, we're approaching 20 minutes now.
2: So. Okay. Well, there's a couple more things. Um, there's EPR, which is online PR. And that's basically just getting news out about yourself. Okay. Um, it's a big area now because how relationship marketing and, and things like MySpace and communities are really affecting how things are on the internet and that getting information and news out about yourself is really changing quite radically mm-hmm. it used to be the case you just post some news up on a website whereas now it's finding an interest group of forum giving them some information that gets out there the other one that's quite interesting is viral, which is, you know, we've all had them before. Ah, viral yeah.
1: marketing, okay. Well,
2: on a Friday afternoon, you get an email, yeah. it's a silly video, you yeah. love it, you send it on to your friends. Yeah. That's what we call viral marketing, basically. And if that's done cleverly, it can I introduce some sort of company message as well. Was
1: this thing that was going about a year ago, there was like a penguin or a, 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 a polar bear throwing penguins in a dartboard? Yes. Was that, is that an example yeah, of Yeah, absolutely. I mean,
2: what would happen is you, you'd develop a game or something like that yeah. that was really good fun, five minutes of fun, but you could brand it up or there'd be some sort of message. I mean, lots of companies have done them. They've done video clips, that kind mm. of thing. And as you know, broadband's getting faster and faster, we're finding that you know video content is becoming a bigger deal. Yes. And video is really... Well, with podcasts, like you are getting video podcasts and things now as absolutely, well. Absolutely, yes. It's becoming more interesting. It is, yeah. Um, with TV, kind of interactive TV channels, and actually delivering TV over the web and things as well. So... Yeah. And lots of the technologies emerging with digital television, and the internet, and that's you know that's interesting how things are going yeah. forward. So I'm sure that will be another subject for discussion as things develop as well.
1: Well, yes, we'll have to talk about that as well. I think so. we we'll could probably go on just about forever with this. Yeah. Uh, just before we end, anything else we haven't covered? Do you want to just briefly mention that uh, we'll be coming? Uh, I think later. it's important just
3: to talk about the the kind of. Um, uh, things to watch out for with internet marketing because yeah. um, you know it's, we've painted this lovely picture of how wonderful it all is but mm-hmm. there are a few things to consider mm-hmm. I mean particularly with um, Google um, for example is getting much more competitive yeah. a lot of people are cottoning onto the idea of internet marketing um, particularly talking about pay per click you know there's a lot more people getting in on the act so um, things are getting more competitive prices are being driven up you know it's a lot more competitive that's why people are turning more to th- people like Yahoo for example to do that mm-hmm. Um, and also the thing that, you know, anyone can do this. So, you know, everyone's getting in on the same bandwagon. The same thing that happened <coughs> with... Um with you know When websites first came out, you know, everyone was getting out there and designing a website and we had some really, really bad examples, some really good ones, and of course that saturated the market and made it more difficult for people. Um, so I think those are probably just the only things that I could yeah. you know, mention to watch out for. I
2: mean, that relates down to the, the, the trust level as well. It used to be the case people already know nervous about putting their credit card into a website and they're getting yeah. a lot more comfortable with it now. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just have to present yourself in a quality kind of way. The other thing about it, anyone anyone can do it is the fact that frauds become an issue. Yes, um, more and more people have cottoned on to the fact that. You know, There's criminals in every kind of environment, and they've just gotten on this easy to make money on the internet as well. So, you just need to make sure that what you're doing is secure and you're presenting yourself in the right way. So, and I think you know, there's, there's, this can be done. You can use an agency today. You can you, you can just read a few books or you can listen to great podcasts as well. <laughs> <laughs> what better medium exactly. to,
1: uh, to, to listen to? Well, guys, thank you so much. I mean, this is this is our first podcast, mm, and uh, there will be many more to come. We'll be doing them on a regular basis. So, one thing I would say. This almost sounds bizarre to say, but if you've got feedback and you mm. want to, uh, you know, give us feedback on this podcast, or if you've got any ideas or anything you want us to discuss, mm. you can email us, well, you can email me at andy at uk. Quick plug there for my own company. <laughs> or would you like to be emailed directly, guys? Or yeah, shall I
2: harvest all the emails for you? No, no, absolutely, you can email us directly. Um, if you email info at academyinternet.com. Um, We're happy to respond to any stuff on this as well Fantastic
1: Mm. Guys, thank you very much So that's Daniel Rowles And uh, Jamie Jacobs Thank you very much for uh, for speaking to me today And look forward to many more of these Very interesting questions Absolutely, thank you very much
2: All the best